Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, this is a podcast for a home field advantage. The last time you heard for this podcast, we were heading to the Super Bowl, me and my Atlanta Falcons. Yes, I'm an Atlanta Falcon. It was close. But uh, Atlanta Falcons, as all you guys know, did not pull it off. We lost to Brady Neal. If you're not from the South, Nim is a word. Nim. Brady Nim. Uh, yeah. But that's besides the point, man. The podcast is back. So we're going to get this thing started, man. Introducing returning guest, uh, fellow Atlanta Falcon fan, fellow Atlantean. Amen. 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 Uh, uh, y'all have seen him on a podcast. I think it was, I had him on about four months ago. And we had to bring him back, man, because this is one of my most popular podcasts. Introducing my boy, Brian. What's up, boy? Hey, man, how you doing? How you doing? Man, I'm here. I'm I'm, 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 I'm recuperating, man. I, my Falcons lost, man. Man, yeah. But, hey, we, we here together. Yeah. We're going we gonna, to we gonna, we gonna work through it. We're going to work through it. Yeah. Uh, I will say, yeah, y'all don't need to talk to me if your team lost back in December, okay? Hey, man. Last time they won was back in December. Leave me alone. My team lost in 2017, February. So, take that. Anyway, man, uh, y'all know how we start our podcast. We always start with a uh, rant. I have a rant. Maybe two, because me, <laughs> me and Brian just learned something today. Uh, but I'm going to first start off with uh, one Miss Celebrity Iconic Legend, Holly Berry. Okay. Holly Berry is an amazing actor. She's probably one of the most beautiful women, you know, noticed by everybody. Holly Berry, as you know, has been married three times. She decided to talk about her three marriages. Mm. All three of them have failed. I want I want to quote her verbatim, so let me pull it up. Holly Berry, when she was talking about her three failed marriages, said that when you go into a marriage, you think it's going to last forever and that this is our prince on a shiny horse. That's what fairy tales taught me as a kid. But uh, she no longer believes in those fairy tales. But we go into a marriage with that hope. So when it falls apart, it feels like a huge failure and a huge disappointment. I've often felt guilty and responsible. I've suffered a lot of pain and anguish. Uh, I'm not going to debate that all those things are true. But Holly Bear, let me tell you something my old man once told me. I have to take a dramatic pause there. Okay, okay. In all of your failures, there is only one common theme. You. Three failed marriages. It's you. It is you. 
You can't sit up there and blame the fairy tales, Holly. You is she fifty? Yeah, yeah, she up, yeah. You half a century. You talking about fairy tales? You seriously sitting over here talking about girls are made of uh, what is it? Uh, coconuts and, and cupcakes. How that how that thing go? No, 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 no. You, you can't pull this on me, Holly. You can't pull this on me, Holly. Let me tell y'all something. Men and women, because men do it too, but especially women. Men have to be accountable because we're been, we've been held accountable since we were kids. Like that's what we do. Your know, fathers tell you to shake it off and do right and make it happen. All that stuff. Anyway. In a relationship, it is never 100% one person's fault. You heard me say it. It's never 100% one person's fault. Somebody's out there like, uh-huh, yeah, dear. What if he cheated? Uh, What if you weren't doing stuff at home and he had to go cheat? Because that's the only place where he felt comfort. Y'all seen fences? <laughs> Y'all kidding me? You seriously telling me, Holly Berry, that, oh... It's really failed because I had high expectations. The person married Holly Berry, I'm sure he had high expectations. Instead, you have three failed marriages. Three. Three. The common denominator is you. Fix you. Anybody that's in a relationship, listen, it's you. When something fails, you have to fix what you have done. You can't control what the other person has done. You know why? Because if you don't fix what you did, guess what? You're going to take the same problem into the next relationship. So Holly Berry, to her, to her, she has a bunch of high expectations and a fairy tale. And when it doesn't go right, she feels sad and disappointed. Mm. I don't care. I don't. Holly Berry, you're one of the most beautiful people in the world. You can't stand a relationship. You have three failed marriages, more failed relationships. Eric Benet couldn't stop cheating on you, but I'm sure you just thought that was his fault. Maybe it was you. Maybe it was you. I'm sick and tired of women that are perfect being lonely. I don't get it. That don't match. Understand what I'm saying? Perfect women are not lonely. Great women are not lonely. They can be single, but I don't know many that's lonely. So, Holly Berry, this is the second time I'm addressing you on this podcast. (laughs) Last time you had some stuff to say about Nature Boy. Woo! Ric Flair. Now I'm talking about you. You got to be accountable, Holly. We all know it's you at this point. I don't know why it's taking you so long to figure it out. It's you too. Somebody lying to you. But I need you to get your life together because you half a century years old. You too old for this. Jesus didn't die for this. That's my rant. I'm done. I just need everybody to be accountable. That's that's it. Just be accountable. Is Is that too much? Am I asking too much? Be accountable. Own up. Own up. Be accountable. Be accountable. Be accountable. Uh, can I do my other second rant? I just have man, to. please, because that that messed oh, me all the way okay, up when okay, I saw it. Okay, so so let's 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 have a discussion. Uh, me and Brown were just reading a story on this woman named Beatrice. She has a boyfriend named Adam. Now Beatrice was gonna leave her man Adam because she couldn't stay faithful. She just desired other men that much. So, 
Beatrice and Adam came to the conclusion we're going to let Beatrice sleep with whoever she wants up to like five men. The only rule is you got to tell me when and who it's with. Uh, Adam cannot do the same. He has been told that if he cheats, she's going to leave him in an instance. Brian, what you got to say about this? I, I just need a moment. Well, first of all, we ain't going to say nothing, but we're going to say it. It's an Adam and a Beatrice. That's all I'm going to say for the first part. But I don't even understand. Yeah, this not this not Tone and Lulu. No, no. no. This ain't Uncle, Uncle Boo Boo or nothing like that. <laughs> I don't even understand. Like, you you read it, and I'm just like, hold on. That can't be true. We looked in the article a little bit more, and they said that at first she felt bad. But after a good morning cuddle and a conversation, it was all okay. No. Adam. No. Adam. I don't know who you are, if you will ever listen to this podcast, but come on now. This, oh. Come on now. How you going to have a, a one-sided, open relationship? Oh, my God. It's not open. It's not open. <laughs> it's not open. God. You know when you had that saloon door in back in the old days when both of them opened? Yep. But only one going. Only one opening. The other one locked. <laughs> Shut. It's sealed. And then Adam older than Beatrice. Yeah, I think he's 27, she 22, and he getting played like this, Lord. But he said, he, I am happy to see her happy with other men. And he said, wait, this is the best part. I was jealous at first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Y'all got to forgive us, man. We see you distracted, but we're not. This is this is a real story. I'll try to put the link in the uh in the info part. He said <laughs> He said I was I was jealous at first, but you know, I've gotten used to it. I still feel a little pain of jealousy, but I just keep it inside. I deal with my emotions. Uh-oh. Uh Adam's going to kill somebody in uh -oh. about 2 years. Uh-oh. That sounds like the first stages of going postal for uh, me. Oh, yes it do. Uh, Adam, um, wow, Adam, um, <laughs> I don't know what to say. I mean, I, she's sleeping around five men and they strangers too. And you just okay with it. Cause you love her. Don't love her that much. Sometimes you, sometimes the best love is to let them go. <laughs> she gave you the Donnell Jones out. She said, this is where I want to be. It's not you, it's me. I just need to be a slore. He said, no, be with me. Be a slore with me. It's okay. Uh, 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 no, 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 not with him. You be a slore. Yeah, you be a slore. I be a faithful Thank you. monogamous male. Yeah, okay. What? Come on, Adam. Okay. I don't understand that. I don't understand that. I definitely don't understand that because black men don't cheat. That's for one. Amen. <laughs> so whatever Adam and Beatrice got going on, I need y'all to stop it. This is probably the worst mistake Adam has made since Eve. Ho. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh. <laughs> Bazing. <laughs> All right, we back. We had to take a quick break. We had to take a quick break. Um, but, yeah, um, look here, Adam. Um, Oh, Adam Beatrice, y'all got issues, but I don't need y'all to spread them issues to other relationships. We don't want to hear all that. That's period. That's my rant. That's my second rant. That's law. All right, Brian, man, we got to go with your rant, man. I got to hear this because I relate too much to it. Okay, so 
if you don't know, now you know. Born and raised in Decatur, right? That's just a hop, skipping a jump away from Atlanta. I grew here. I'm going to talk to the people that flew here. Oh, well, I dro drove here, boated here, swam here, whatever. Man, I'm tired of everybody that's here, right, talking about the city. And then I got people on my timeline. You know who you are, all that jazz. How you going to down Atlanta when you here? Oh, no, nah, man, you know, man, my city back home, you know, Cleveland, Detroit, New York, blah, blah, blah. blah. Man, yeah, it's 10 times better. Then why you still here? <laughs> why? Man, you know, I came down here with my mom. That was 14 years ago. You are 32. You can go back home. That's what I need. I need everybody that's not down for the city at crucial time. We just had a Super Bowl, man. Atlanta just had a Super Bowl. Did y'all win it, though? We don't need to talk about all that. Atlanta just had a Super Bowl. And you got folks that been here 10, 15, 20 years talking about, oh, this ain't my city. I don't even care. I'm not even down with the city and stuff like that. I'm like, why for this one time can you root? Because after about 10 years, you should say, this is home. Right? After you've been here for 10 years, this is home. If your kids have already entered the elementary school here, this is home for you. I need you to root. Yeah, you can have your home team. I need you to root for the city. Oh, man, I can go back home. Then go back home. Oh, well, I can't get a job. Well, then this is home right now. If you can't work, if the school is not good up there, because we know some people are, oh, man, they're closing down school system. If you mad about the snow and the transportation, you can leave. Well, y'all shut down in the inch of snow. Yeah, we shut down the inch of snow. You mad? You want to go to work? This is the South. We don't get snow. Y'all should have more equipment. No, man, forget equipment. You can leave. Enjoy this weather. That's all I'm saying. I'm just saying, everybody that has an issue with Atlanta, that's here. I'm about to put on my Trump hat. Y'all can go back home. <laughs> Y'all can go back home. Make Atlanta great again. Amen. <laughs> AT aliens again. And then shout out to the few people like, okay, they still want to root for their team, but they wanted to shout out the city. Okay, they wasn't Falcons fans for the Super Bowl, but they wanted the city to feel good because that's where they at now. Shout out to K-Dot, my dude K-Dot, hardcore Saints fan, right? He, he wasn't saying like bleeding black and red that day, but he wanted it for the city because yeah. the city has taken care of him. Yeah. You know what I mean? For all those people that's here that's making good money, that's eating good, that's even messing with all the beautiful peaches here. Yep. Can you put on for the city you in? Don't forget home. Okay, cool. That's home. But it's still just love the city. I'm tired of all the transplants causing trouble in Atlanta. Mm-mm-mm. If you Talk don't want roots here, if you don't want to put no roots here, go back home. Hey, you know, you know the worst part though? If you're from the old Atlanta, you know. Like the old Atlanta, man. We partied. Yeah. We partied. This city was on the brink of a party explosion. You should be happy. You should be cheering. Man. Falcons win the Super Bowl. The city is going ballistic. Just party with us. Yeah. Party with us. Just be down one time. That's it. That's all I'm saying. That's my rent. If you don't love it here, Go back to where you love it. Go back home. Georgia. I will, I will say this. 
if you don't love Atlanta, Atlanta will expose you. Don't believe all this stuff on the media. I've seen plenty of people claim their own city and take major L's in this city. Okay. I've seen plenty. In the, do you remember the, did you ever see that quick trip video where the dude was talking to the white dude and he was like, yeah, I'm from New York. I'm from Bronx. And the white, yeah. the white dude yeah. knocked him out. Like this is Georgia. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we fight here too. <laughs> Just hey, let y'all know. East side Sump is still real. Uh, for real, for real. Yeah. For real, for real. Hey. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> but yeah, man. Look for all those on Facebook Live that are watching us, man. We're gonna continue on with the uh, with the podcast. You can always click the link when it's ready. But uh, we got plenty to talk about about these Falcons, man. Um, I will say this, man. Again, this city was on the brink of an explosion. Like I remember, Lil John saying that uh, you know he 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 thought it was gonna party for like. Uh, two weeks. I believe that. Yeah. This city was going to erupt. Like, uh, my, my buddy uh, on his last podcast, Under the Influence Podcast, check them out uh, at UTI underscore podcast on Twitter. So when we was on his uh, podcast, we was talking, he was talking about how he was at the gas station pumping his gas and his old lady peeked around the gas, uh, around the uh, pump. And she was like, go Falcons. Like, this is how happy yeah. this city was. This city was fun. This city was ready. We were ready to just jump up and down and party. Unfortunately, we ain't getting that right now. It sucks. It blows. It's just what we got to deal with. So let's talk about what happened. Was it last Sunday? Was it two Sundays ago? Yeah, February two Sundays 5th, ago. Man, February 5th. You remember that date? February the day, 5th. the wow. day that will live in infamy. Oh man, it was the day before my birthday. You know, we don't celebrate no birthday, nothing like that. But oh man, what? I was ready. Yeah, I would tell you it was uh, it was a bunch of some some close friends down uh, downstairs in my basement. We were watching the game, and we was all planning like, look, we going downtown. We finna party. Yeah, like. You know, if you don't, you ever been to Atlanta, Atlanta's black Mecca, okay? But there are a lot of white people here still. Yeah. This was going to be so good for race relations. <laughs> <laughs> you should have rooted for Atlanta to improve race relations. Republicans, Democrats, whites, blacks, Asians, Jamaicans, Hispanics, we was all going to party together and rejoice. Did you rejoice when the Patriots won? No. Oh. No, you didn't. The roof for Atlanta. The whole, the whole country would have been excited. The whole country, whole country, everybody but Bowen. That's it. Shout out to Bowen, though. I ain't got no slander for you. That's your team. Congratulations. That's about it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we not getting okay from from one person on the podcast <laughs> today. All right. So I'm still gonna flip your car, Bowen. The taxes just hit, boy. <laughs> So let's talk a little bit about what happened. Um, I ain't going to go in depth because it still hurts. It's painful. Uh, but I have a question. At what point during that game did you become the jerk that knew your team was going to win? Like, did you start talking trash to people? Oh, boy. Like, I hit Facebook Live right after that pick six. Pick six. What, we went up. Uh, 
When was like it nine? I think like fourteen. Was it fourteen? Nothing at that point. Yeah, it might have been fourteen nine to twenty one, twenty one three or twenty one. It, it was. It was that pick six was big. Yeah, Robert Alford. Shout out to you. He got the pick six. I'm just like, oh, oh, we gonna do it because that's how they've been running. They've been then pulling off. I'm like, okay, cool. We're gonna pull off. Going to halftime up like halftime. Boom. Yeah, cause we was already we were doing shots for touchdowns. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. We on it. Facebook Live. I started chirping, talking about everybody that was, oh, man, we're going here. Oh, you from New York. Oh, the Falcon not going to get one. Blase, blase. Man, when I tell you, I was on Facebook talking to everybody, all the naysayers. And then what hurt me the most was I'm texting my my, my vice president. Uh. Yeah. Of your company? You no, know, yeah. You know, <laughs> hey, taking that day off tomorrow. We hitting the city, flipping cars. Hey. She was like, Oh yeah, go Falcon. Stay out of trouble. I'm like, cool. I had the day off. I had the day off at 8 30. By eleven thirty, I was just like, Oh man. At least I got the day off. <laughs> man. I tell you when I became a jerk. And 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 you you know as a Falcon fan, we always um we're skeptical of leads. Like we know, boy, this this could go bad. Yeah. Trying to keep, you know, faith. I even had people down here. It's like, man, y'all up now. Y'all gonna win. I was like, nah, 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 nah. This Atlanta, like I know. Yeah. So I'm gonna tell you what happened. Mister Quintorius Jones, Julio, as y'all like to call him, he went up and snagged one of the best catches I ever seen in my life. We was on the 22. I got up from my seat. I picked up, and it's still over here, unopened. I picked up the most expo- expensive bottle of liquor in my bar, and I took the. I imagine I've had this for um, for a year now, because mm. my friends were like, "Look, you don't break it out, important occasions." Yeah, I threw the top of the, the top, boom, slammed it on the ground. I said, "We all taking shots." That was it. That was it. Matt Ryan did what he had been doing all year. Yeah. Julio did what he had been doing all year. Yeah. It's time to win. Yeah. This is it. It's Matt Bryant's time, who's automatic in a dome. And from there, from there, oh, man. I, talk, I, I didn't even talk a bunch of trash. I ran upstairs. Like, we had some of the guys downstairs. We had some of the uh, women and my wives upstairs. And... We we I ran upstairs. I was like, everybody taking shots. I don't care who team yours is. Everybody was like, yeah. And 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 from there, yeah. It just went down here from there. That was my jerk moment. That's when I became a jerk. Mm. Um I will say it was good to see Atlanta. You know, we had that nasty taste in our mouth from 98, 98, 99 season where Went to the Super Bowl and we just, I mean, we just, we ain't even show up. Yeah, yeah. We ain't even show up. And this team, this game, we showed up for everything except 17 minutes. And what happened in 17 minutes was utterly disgusting. And it hurt. And to this day, I have not watched ESPN. Have you? No. Uh uh-uh. uh. Ain't nope. watching no sports shows. Nope, I have not. No Mike and Mike. No, no nine. Yeah, nine, no, ninety-two point nine on the radio. Nothing. I remember I took a picture and Snapchatted uh, all the people that was picking. They were making their picks pregame. 
and Deion Sanders was the only one that picked the Falcons. And I'd Snapchat the picture. I was <laughs> I deleted that picture. I'm so glad Snapchat kind of removes pictures after 24 hours. <laughs> Oh no! All my Facebook posts, I deleted them. Did you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cause I don't want when your memories come back up in another year. I don't want to have. You don't them. want to? Yeah. Nah, I de- boop, delete, delete, delete everything. That you, whole day is you deleted done. your trash talk, too? bro. Yeah, my whole day is oh, done. Man. February fifth does not exist in twenty seventeen <laughs> in my life right now. Uh uh-uh. uh. My buddy, no. my buddy Jay. Shout out to Jay. You know Jeremy. He yeah. he he. His 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 handle on Twitter is like. Super Bowl Fifty One did not happen, and I'm with him on that. Yeah, it we that didn't exist. That didn't happen. Did, let me ask you a question: Did you wake up the next day? Was like that had to be a dream. It's got to be one more quarter. I fell asleep during the game. I woke up. You know when I I knew there were two things that really like just just hit me right. Like two hours before the game, my friend. He was just sitting up there, hey, you know, because the Simpsons have been predicting everything. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, I saw like, that. Man, look at this. I'm like, man, that ain't real. But when they said that out of the team that had the lead in the fourth quarter, 93, you know, time, oh, they were 93 yeah. and zero. The minute I saw that thing come up on the scoreboard, I'm like, why, <laughs> why you, y'all put that Why up? you had to put that there? <laughs> yeah. Why you had to put that there? Because the Falcons would be the team to be that one. Mm-hmm. Don't, I, I was just like, man. And we are. We are that one. Oh, like, there's never been an overtime, Falcons. Yeah, we Falcons. Yeah, we Falcons. We allowed <laughs> it. <laughs> the first team to give up twenty a twenty five point lead. Yeah, yeah, we Falcons. Oh my we god! Falcons. But we was there though. We was there. All the people that's chirping team wasn't even there though. And if your team yeah. was there, kick rocks, bro. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Why do Giants fans hate us so much? I don't, man. Cause I mean, we don't even we're not even in your division. Why do you care about us? Cause New York people, bro, they just they just got issues, man. Jets fans don't say nothing. But it's they're, they're only Jets. Giants fans. Oh, but they the Jets. They're, they're, Jets. they're, they're Jets. a whole different breed, and they always chirping. Cause you know why? Most of the people that are down here came down here and mad that they can't survive up, so they just bash on our team. Don't get mad at me because the cost of living was so high and you ain't making no money, so no. you had to move down here. You know what they say? If you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. They couldn't make it in New York. They couldn't make it in New York. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Look, hurt people hurt people, okay? We're hurt. We're just... Don't take this serious. I'm sorry. Oh, your gloves are off. All right. So, and speaking of hurt people, hurt people, a lot of Falcons fans, they feel like us. They just mm-hmm. down. They don't know what to do. Man, I work, you know, downtown. And close to downtown, they changed, like, these windows on this big building. And it said, you know, Falcons, we're with our home team. And that Monday, like, I just looked at it. I just shook my head. Let me tell you something. Before and, and look, I yeah, I'm not lying. Brian here, you can you yeah testify to this. Before the Super Bowl and the day of, it was sunny outside, seventy degrees. We was enjoying life. After the Super Bowl, it rained for three straight days. Yes. I kid you not. <laughs> Jehovah God cried for us. <laughs> <laughs> He he felt the way. He Man. felt the way upon yeah. that loss. <laughs> it really poured down for three days. Everybody was sad. 
Oh, everybody. It was so quiet. Folks were calling my job, and they was asking, like, okay, oh, what lo- where, oh, where's your location? Or where y'all located out of? Well, like, you know, Atlanta, Georgia. They stopped. They paused. Oh, well, I'm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and then, you know, I, it was heartfelt. Thank you so much. Yeah. Then we conducted business. It was like the whole the whole vibe changed. Yeah, it so did. In the store shopping. You had, you know, you normally have a bunch of different people because it's a transplant city. Yeah. But that week before the Super Bowl, we was there. We was the we were the majority. We were just like, oh yeah, Falcons, yeah. All the other Saints fans that's around here, all the other New York, they had to be quiet, right? Yeah, yeah. Then we walk into the same store. Oh, uh, how the gang up, man? Get up, I me, mean, catcher. This is number seven. <laughs> With your beads on. It's not even Mardi Gras. Why you got on beads? The worst part was the day after. Most most Falcons fans know, man. We we deal with heartbreak before. Yeah. Uh, the day after, we was all kind of down. Everybody's down, and you always got that casual fan. They they just, they like they like the person that shows up to the memorial like once a year. They um they uh <laughs> they they you know they show up when when your team's doing good and it's fine. Like I tell people, I don't care about the bandwagon. Party with me. Yeah. Um. The, those casual fans wanted to talk about the game. It's not that time. It's not that time yet. We don't talk about the game. They want to be like, why we just didn't? No, 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 no. I, I, no. Why we just didn't run? No, no, no. Ask Kyle Shanahan. Oh, my bad. He ran away and went to 49 land. Went to San Francisco. Jerk. Jerk. Disappointed the whole city, you jerk. Know, man, like, who makes them call? Never mind. Never mind. Look, Brian. I wish Come Matt on. Ryan just failed three times in a row. <laughs> I'd have felt better. Yeah. He just failed three times in a row. It was just like, oh, God. Every common man that have watched the football game be like, that's the wrong thing to do. Oh, Jesus. We're on the 22. Man, Julio just, just stressed and tippy toe. Oh, that tippy toe. Oh, my goodness. And you telling me you're going to drop back? Oh. And those seven step drops too. Those seven they, step exactly, drops. Exactly. I have no problem with us passing. Yeah. I have a problem with us passing out the shotgun, taking a seven strip drop. <laughs> oh God. Okay. We feeling heartbreak again. So let's, oh yeah, let's yeah, yeah, back. yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen. Really so, back. so this is what we're gonna do for this podcast. We're gonna help out the people that are heartbroken, and we're gonna help ourselves. Mm-hmm. So what I did was I pulled up two articles that talk about ways to deal with heartbreak. Don't laugh at us. This is our healing. Yeah. Let us grieve in peace. Thank you. Hashtag let us grieve in peace. That might be the title of this. <laughs> All right, so so I pulled up this one article. Um, it was written. Let me get his name right because he actually wrote it pretty good. Jordan Bates. Mm-hmm. Jordan Bates wrote this article, Seven Ways to Cope with the Grief of Heartbreak. Of course, it's about relationships. But I started to read and I was like, this could help some people yes. with the Falcon. So number one was uh, the seven ways to cope is know that you're not alone. I thought that was fair. Mm-hmm. I thought that was good. I was like, yeah, you think you by yourself, but you really not. It's a bunch of Falcons people that just real sad. Yeah. Right now. We all heartbroken. We don't went through it. Uh, I actually started to listen to sports radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, like that Tuesday and you would hear all these people in their stories. And it made me feel better. Cause I'm like, yeah, we in this together. Yeah. The brotherhood couldn't watch those videos for a little while. Yeah. As yeah. great as they are. Mm-hmm. All right. So that, that was one. You agree with that one? Yeah, I agree. 
I I even think that works in relationships. Know that when you break up in a relationship, breakups happen all the time. Yeah. You're not by yourself. All right. So I had to jump. Uh, Number two was take it one day at a time. I think everybody generally knows that. Yeah. Like, you know, don't, you know, don't act like you have to take it in all at once. Don't rush it. Don't rush it. Um, this one that I, I, jumped out at me. Number three, reach out. So it's basically, I'll read you what they said. They said, internet stories can be wonderful, but it's your loved ones who will be a godsend in times of grief. Don't hesitate to contact your friends and family immediately when something tragic has occurred. Now, of course, he's talking about relationships, but I was like, it was when I started to talk to my friends about what happened is when I had to, I, I guess I got those negative emotions off me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, I feel a little better. Like, I'm okay. I can go click on a brotherhood video now. Yeah, okay. Yeah. What'd you think about that one? Man, I like what it says. Because you reach out to people that's like-minded. Good point. Good point. Don't reach out to the jerks. Nah. So, jerks don't love you. Trolls don't love you. You look at them. You don't even have to really say anything because there's nothing to say. You just look, man, like, oh, man, you okay? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they already know. They know you're going through it. Yeah. They know it. It's just about being there at that time, and that's what that's what one of the truck drivers that I see on a regular basis, we was hyped. We talked about it, man. Both of them from Atlanta. We was like, hey, we didn't say nothing. You know, we just took the freight off the truck. All right, man, you, you, we can make it. We yeah. can make it. We got a new year. That's yeah, all man. he said. That's all. That's yeah. all he said. We used to talk about football the whole time. That's all he said. And I, after that, I'm like, okay. You know what? We can we can do something. Now you got your circle of encouragement. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You start to build that circle. Yeah, up. I needed. We needed that. So. True indeed. True indeed. All right. So, number four ways to deal with cope uh, or to, ways to cope with grief was create. I thought this was interesting. He said. Um, uh, I felt an eruption of emotion that was unlike anything I've ever felt before. This is after he got the bad news. Uh, there was just so much emotions. Uh, he needed to let it out some way. So he did that by writing or trying to put, uh, trying to actually put his energy into something. So he says, whatever it is, you be painting, singing, dancing, drawing, sculpting, uh, just do something to kind of, put your energy into something else. I don't know if you've ever done this, but after a bad loss, which I'm a Falcons fan, I've experienced a lot of mm-hmm. them. Yeah. This is what I do. I create by turning on Madden and putting the game on Ricky and beating the snot out of the team that just beat my team. Am I by myself on this? Am I the <laughs> done this? I'm, I'm humble. I'm going to admit. <laughs> I'm going to admit it. I do this. I will get on... Madden, and I will beat the brakes off somebody on rookie. The score ninety seven zero. You're not scoring nothing. You know what? I think that was a bad thing. Like this past weekend, my homeboy proposed. Shout out to Tevin Brewer. Shout out to Tevin Tev and his, and his woman uh, yeah. Leslie. Leslie. But uh, I was at his mom's house. His little nephew wanted to play. He mm-hmm. was talking junk. He picked the Patriots. I got the Falcon. Oh. Read the brakes off. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little kid. How old is he? I don't know. He was about, like, I think, 12. Oh, God. He was talking cash. Because, you know, they Dallas fans. So he 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 put up some points against Dad. I beat him. But he's like, oh, I know who to get. Got him. 
got I just, 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 He brought like, up them negative. Boy, <laughs> you talking up. about pick six. Next thing you know, the controller <laughs> thrown. The game getting quitted. I'm like, yeah, that's how it should have been. And after, after that, after I created that, I was good. And now I mean, reading this, it makes sense. I it makes sense, right? Yeah. So yeah, if y'all going through a heartbreak, a breakup, a relationship, or sports, create. You know, you might want to paint something like Tom Brady's head on a stick, mm-hmm. something like that. Or you could just get on Madden and beat the brakes off somebody. And just unleash that anger on there. All right, so number five, uh, I won't delve too deep, but I think this is a good one. Find comfort in music. Uh, especially really good music, man. Sometimes you just find that right song that just yeah. relates to you. Uh, uh, I haven't experienced too much crazy heartbreak in my life in relationships, but there's one relationship when it ended. That was when Neo first came out. And if you know Neo, his first song was... Uh, about the uh, So Sick. Yeah, so that was sick. his first yeah. hit single. I played So Sick so many times. <laughs> and as sad as that song is, like it related to me. I was like, yeah, I'm tired of these love songs. I don't want to listen to 104.7. <laughs> I was upset. Time out. First of all, So Sick is such, so sad. Yeah. He said, I'm calling to listen to the answering machine because you ain't picking up the phone. And I just want to hear your voice. Mm. Oh my God! He said it's the only way I hear your voice anymore. That was so sad. But I say that to say, man, after the game was lost, I put on Kanye 808 Heartbreaks, mm. and I let it ride. And I forgot how dope that album was. <laughs> I felt I felt every part of that CD, and it helped me get through. Mm-hmm. It helped me get through. Have you ever experienced that? You ever listen to some music? Get through heartbreak? Oh, man. I listened to a couple songs. Uh, like, I Wish. I Wish is one of my go-to. Who's I Wish? Karaoke. Uh, Carl Thomas. Oh, I wish I never, yeah. 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 That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. You I like, Wish I Never, never Met Her. Mm, oh. Mm. At all. At all. At all. Oh, there we go. So, but after this, this game right here, I found comfort in Netflix. Oh yeah, Netflix. I cover Netflix. Because you need a, something to watch. Yeah, got in my sleeping bag on my sofa. Like I was, <laughs> I was, I was bumming it. Had a sleeping bag up, just laid up there, watched the whole series. I'm just like, man, let me just watch this whole. I watched um, ah oh, man, that football show. Dang, not even, Friday Night Tights. It's not Friday Night Tights. Um, one last chance you. Oh, I Last Chance You. I like that. Man, I like that. I just hopped in like, okay, let me just. I like Last Chance You. Ain't nothing about pro sports. Ain't nothing about the Falcons. I just wanted to just watch some good old clean. Let me watch this series again. Man, called in some Chinese food, gave my number. They already knew my order. They were like, 6622? I'm like, yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate yeah. It. I like that. I like that. I like that. All right, so number six. Number six ways to cope with a heartbreak is maintain your normal routine. He said that this is perhaps the hardest thing to do after what happened is return to my normal routine. Uh, honestly, I felt like locking myself in a dark room with 10 pounds of ice cream and sucking my thumb for the next few months. I don't I don't relate to that part. Uh-uh. Um, but it didn't seem possible to return to my day-to-day life. I told you before, going to work that Monday, you took off. Yeah, I took off. Going to work that Monday was, I would see Falcons like, 
because people would still have the Falcons flags on their yeah. on their cars. It, it was sickening. Like we had this big like Falcons rally at work, so you would still see red and black everywhere. And I went into my office. I went to my cubicle, and I have a whiteboard in the front, and I wrote on there, "You know why I'm here." In other words, I'm here to do these time cards, mm-hmm. and I'm out. And I and I that's exactly what happened. I did my job and I left early. And I didn't care about my hours that day. I was gone. I just couldn't I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Um, but it was important to get into a normal routine because it's like it's yeah. still football. There's another season. It's just that Tom Brady had his grubby hands on my trophy. Yeah. That trophy was ours. And I like Anybody like not saying, just not them, just not that way. Yeah, man, not whole, that way. Yeah, the whole thing about it just left a bad taste in my mouth. When I came back to work Tuesday, nobody really wanted to talk to me. They waved. <laughs> hi, hi, hi. You uh-huh. I'm like, man, it was just, it was just. Horrible. They know if you were still the angry black man. Yeah, they wanted to make sure. <laughs> and double check. Man's kind of big. We don't need to upset him <laughs> any further. <laughs> you good? You good? Like, yeah. How to get back into the, the rhythm and roll things, man. All right, so let's get to number seven because I thought this was the biggest one on this list. It is It says the simple word believe. Basically saying it takes a measure of faith to fall into a black hole of pain, grope, and aimlessly for a while and eventually emerge. Mm-hmm. My situation felt devoid of anything positive. It seemed like there was nothing to hang my hat on. Uh, so, so yeah, I thought about that, and I was like, yeah, I did feel that way. Yeah. But then you start talking about the Falcons, and, like, I talked with my boy Brandon and, and Jeremy and Stefano and all them, and shout out to y'all guys. And, you know, you just like, man, this team is young. Like, nobody's going anywhere, like – we don't have that many free agents. Uh, the free agents we got, I mean, they're not that that huge. Yeah. Like we got Patrick Demarco. Got to, you know that's the important one. Yeah, everybody like this team can do it again. This team is young. Like we can grow. We can. I need to believe that we can yeah. get back here. But as a like like that Monday through Wednesday after the Super Bowl. Mm-mm. I was like, how are we going to get back here? I don't think we can do it again. It's so hard to make the Super Bowl. What are we going to do? <laughs> I don't know what you thought about that one. I, I thought that was a really good one. I needed that one. I needed that one. Just like you, you said you couldn't watch the Brotherhood videos. Yeah. It if, took me a little second. If y'all don't know about the Brotherhood videos, I think it's a string of, it might be five of them. Yeah. Four or five of them, and they're inspirational. And they were really good. And they dropped one after the Super Bowl, which was expected. And it was really good, but for a while, I couldn't watch it. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. And it was meant to make you feel better, and I couldn't watch it. Yeah. Took me a second. But, but yeah, go ahead. That belief, man. So I went to the barber. Because, like I said, I was heading out to, to Dallas. Went to the barber. He was just talking to me. He was like, he knew. He was like, man, come on. He's getting the chair. He, he, he turned the chair. The NFC Championship banner was right there. He was like, hey. When we open up this new dome, right, we got a banner to put in there. That's true. People coming to 2018, that 2017, 2018 season was nothing to hang up there. Mm-hmm. We opening and christening our new dome 
with a banner. It ain't the Super Bowl, but it's a banner. We got some to hang our hat on. I'm like, That's a good point, yeah. I'm like, yeah. okay. Nobody going away. And we start talking. You know, the barbershop, like, you can tell it started breathing in life. Yeah, yeah. We can do it again. We got the thing right there. We got the new offensive coordinator. We're like, okay, okay, we can make stuff work. Yeah. Defense going to be in the third year. We fast. We mean. We're only going to get very true. The offense. We're going to have a chip on our shoulder. I'm like, okay. And for the very first time in that, I'm like, rise up. Rise, yeah. Yeah. That's what I need. I need that belief. That's very true. Very true. It still rise up just in case y'all didn't know. Yeah. Amen. Um, uh, FYI, Falcons been through. Falcons fans been through enough. This not gonna break us. <laughs> it's not gonna break us. But yeah, I was with you. Shout out to the barbers in the world. The barber, the barber shop. Hand clap for the barbers. Barber shop is such a haven for positivity and motivation. Yeah. And you get to look good when you leave there. It's like the best place ever. It's like the best place ever. But, yeah, he's right, man. This team, man. I look at Deion Jones and, and Devondre Campbell. Like, them yeah. kids, them kids balled out. We didn't even have True Font. No. Nope. Uh, we was missing so many linemen. Adrian Claiborne, Derek Shelby. Yeah. Like, we was missing players. Like, And then when I started to look at the interviews, that's what made me believe again. Because I don't know if you saw Rico. Uh, Rico, who is Ricardo Allen, uh, safety for the Falcons. Man, he was like, they was like, what you, you know, what you going to do for the offseason? I was like, what you talking about? He was like, I'm I'm back at it in about three days. He was like, yeah. second place ain't good enough for me. He's like, nah, this don't feel good. So we back at it. I yeah. was like, yeah. yeah. And then I heard that Deion Jones right after Super Bowl caught his, t- you know, flight. He went straight back to the Atlanta field facility and hit the weight room. I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. That's what I'm talking about. We got them goons coming in. Yeah. There we go. You know, uh, uh, Robert Alpha, who had an amazing game. I mean, he almost sealed the game with another pick. Yeah. Um, You know, he was like, man, they, he was like, I'm glad we feel this because we ain't going to feel this no more. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, yeah, so it make you believe. So listen, Falcons fan, if you're dealing with heartbreak from this, I understand, first of all, but also number two, man, just believe. Believe. believe this team is is one of the better teams. Don't get me wrong. NFC South is tough. Yeah. I won't take nothing from the Saints. Uh, they still got, you know, mole face over there. Uh, what's his name? Judge. Drew. Oh, oh, Breezy? Yeah, Drew Breeze. Oh, oh, um, yeah, yeah, dude with the counts on his face. Um, you know, he's still there. He's a baller. Um, you still got... Tampa Bay, who, to be honest, challenged Atlanta up until about the end of the season. Yeah. You know, and you got Carolina Panthers, who we have the current MVP. They had the year before MVP. You know, maybe this year he'll stop dressing like a PTA member and, um, you know, get back to the old ways, start dabbing and stuff. Right now I'm just tired of him dressing like my auntie. Yeah. Deborah, is that you? <laughs> Deborah, no, this Cam. No, no. He looks like he has a screen door on his house. Yeah. That, that's how he dresses. Like and he when has a screen too door. loud, he come out there with the rolling pin. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, come on, Cam. Sick of you, Cam. Anyway, but I, I know that it's tough. Uh, you got you still got Dallas, who's an upcoming team just like us, and yeah. they're young. I mean, this team is ready to challenge. And if this defense gets any better, we ain't got to score 30 points a game. Maybe we can score 28, 26, yeah. something like that. You know what I'm saying? 
All right, so so I also looked at this other article, mm-hmm. um, and it had a couple of good points. Number one was take a social media timeout. Let's talk about this. This is so key in relationships and in this Falcons loss. Like when let me let me first say this: social media has a lot of your friends and family. Yeah, it also has a lot of trolls and petty people. Right. You can't differentiate the two unless you start blocking people. So <laughs> what I'm telling you is it's good to take social media time out when you're heartbroken because you're going to keep getting reminded of it. People going to be able to come to you easily with a type of a finger and just be like, hey, you OK? And it brings up bad memories, all that stuff. Yeah. So I, I totally agree with this. What you think about that? One? Oh, man. Yeah, definitely. And like when I tell you I turn off the TV. Now that somebody else out, I turned up both their TVs. Like, nah, we, no more TV. Yeah, I got on there immediately. I'm like, hey, I'm deleting my post for the last 24 hours. Delete, <laughs> delete, delete. I logged out of Facebook, logged out of Snapchat, yeah. Instagram. Shoot, I mean, like, I didn't want to see it. <laughs> Pinterest, it wasn't be nothing good. Yeah, Black Planet, closing it all. Like, Close. Because <laughs> uh, you need that. Yeah, and especially like I said, it's. There are people online who live to be a troll. They live to put the crying Jordan face on somebody. Born. They don't care who it is. They just want to do it. Yeah. They want to be petty. It's cool for them to be petty. And you open yourself up to that. I'm going to tell you how angry I was Sunday night. Uh, I don't know if it was Sunday night or Monday morning, but I put up a post, and it's still up. And it was like... Basically, don't come at me, you know, let me know if you want to be blocked. Yeah. So some people would get on there and they make like little jokes and, and you know, I wasn't really with it. Yeah. But, you know, if it was a funny joke, I'd giggle, blah, blah, blah. But I would have close people to me say, me, like block me. What did I do? I blocked them. Yeah. Immediately. Didn't think twice to it. Two of them are amazing people. Shout out to Chanel, uh, my homeboy's Phil's wife. She's a Patriots fan. She said me on that post. She got blocked. Uh, 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 shout out to my boy Jameson. He is not a Patriots fan. He's a Tampa Bay fan. Talk trash. Got blocked. Um, this is how this works. Yeah. Simple. But you know what, though? Nobody would have gotten blocked if I took a time out for social media. I just stepped away. But I couldn't because I didn't know how to deal with this, this pain I'm feeling. So I, I, I knew not to go on social media, but I did it. But I did it. But I did it. Like I said, it's just a uh, it's a lot of people that just want to be petty. They don't yeah. really care about the Falcons or the Patriots. Some of them don't even care about the NFL. They just it's be a, petty. what a time to be petty. Yeah. <laughs> what a time to be petty. Uh I saw another one. Um I think you saw another one on this article too. Um Oh that five. Oh, yeah, avoid never again thoughts. So they explain never again uh, thoughts as uh, I'll never do this to them again. I'll never, do, I'll never see this person again. Yeah. You have to get rid of the all or nothing thinking. Like, you can't sit there and be like, I'll never root for the Falcons again. Eh, okay, but, you know, next year can happen. Like, yeah. next year we really can win the Super Bowl. And then what? What are you going to do then? Yeah. yeah. You just didn't root for us this year, and now you took another L. 
which is very possible. So it just encourages us to avoid these thoughts where it's like everything is crumbling. Nothing matters. <laughs> never again. Like, nah, nah, ain't no never again. Rise up again. Yeah, there that's we what, go. That's what that's going to happen. Believe. This is another thing about believing. You don't want to be like, oh, well, we're never going to be to the Super Bowl. That was the only chance. Nah, we got more chances. Yeah. That puts us in a good mood, man. True so. indeed. True indeed. Worst thing that can happen to Atlanta right now, really, is, like I said, the best thing, we have all the players pretty, pretty much coming back. Yeah. You got the reigning MVP. You even brought in an offensive coordinator that knows the exact same system yeah. that the former offensive coordinator, who will not be named on this podcast ever again, he's over there in San Francisco. Hope he stumbles over a Bro, coffee talk, table. Like, I really, like, I was hoping for him. Man, be nameless because I don't like his daddy because his daddy ruins black quarterbacks. Yeah. And I was hoping. A lot of people don't like his daddy. Go I was ahead. hoping he could, like, you know, bring back faith in just the name a little bit. Yeah. But then he just right there with his daddy. They hold yeah, him oh, yeah. all in the, the lump. Like, oh, yeah. Mm. And the fact that he was so nonchalant about his play calling, like, no, yeah, maybe I should have done this. Maybe I yeah. Nah, he just like, nah, this is my thought process. Basically, we just didn't execute. No, 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 no. On Madden, we know to run the ball on the yeah. 22 with the game going. The coach's option will tell you that. Oh, God. The AI, the computer, the non-human thing will tell you, uh, you doing something dumb, you're passing it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, you want to avoid those never again thoughts. You don't want to uh, have all that. You don't want to. You don't want to deal all that. So, I thought all those was pretty good. Yeah, that's for the people. We're a show for the people. Me and Brian came together. We said pause. Uh, we decided to come together and be for the people, and 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 talk to y'all and get y'all through this heartbreak, man. It's gonna be okay. We're gonna make it through this tough time. And like I said, I honestly believe Atlanta has an excellent chance to make it back to the Super Bowl, yeah. which is very difficult. Uh, a lot of Panthers fans are saying, you're going to see, you're going to see. Eh, I don't know. My quarterback also dresses like a male in his 30s. So, uh, <laughs> um, so I, I just wanted to step on that. But there are some women that have asked me, they was like, y'all being a little sensitive. Is is it okay to feel heartbreak over sports? Like for it's It is. I, it is. I um, I uh, we play football together. Yes. Yeah. And my last game, we lost by one touchdown. And I was so heartbroken. I just sat there and kneeled, and a couple tears came out. And my wife was looking like, "You didn't cry at our wedding." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sitting over here like I'm having a moment yeah, here. They- <laughs> <laughs> Sports man can be you become so invested. Yeah. Matter of fact, I think that was a wake up call for me. I was like, maybe I'm too invested in this. Like, I was having heart palpitations yeah. after this. After this, like, um, I wear a Fitbit everywhere I go. <laughs> so I was wearing my Fitbit that day, and my resting heartbeat is like 76. Yeah. Uh, third quarter, I'm like at 102, which is normal for me working out. Uh, fourth quarter when they was coming back, I was up to like 140, 
170. My beats per minute got up to like 195. <laughs> I'm sitting up. <laughs> I was like, I'm too invested in yeah. this. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, have you ever experienced heartbreak in sports outside of what just happened in the Super Bowl? Outside of what just happened in the Super Bowl, man, like my dad is a big Braves fan. Okay. A big Braves fan. So every year, especially when I was young, every year we'll get there. We'll get yeah, to the postseason. We did. We'll get we'll get to the World Series. And I'm just seeing like I'm seeing on my dad's face. We're like, yeah, oh, they lost it again. Like you'd be heartbroken. You'd be heartbroken, man. Some games I played where you know you gave everything you got, you were like, man, you can be hard because, like you said, you vested so much. It's time, mm-hmm. it's energy, and then that's when you get stuff mixed up because you know you got a passion for the game, mm-hmm. and then you put all your energy, man. Yeah, heartbroken. you feel it, man. Uh, even the um, the Falcons lost in 2014 against the 49ers. Like that was a comeback. And we lost that, like, on the five-yard line. Yeah. Like, crushing, 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 crushing. Um, but that was losing a league. You know, I, I think sometimes about St. Louis. St. Louis against Tennessee Titans. When when old dude got tackled at the one. And he reached out. And he, oh, oh, you saw the veins coming out of his arm stretching. <laughs> like, he prayed for that Space Jam arm. He said, no, not today. Yes, and that was – I don't know how that feels. And then I think about the Buffalo Bills fans. Four straight Super Bowls. Yeah, man. Lost them all. There's a bunch of African kids that think the Buffalo Bills <laughs> the, the fire team to ever grace the field, bro. <laughs> hey, if you're from Africa and you listen to this podcast, can I get one of them shirts? Yeah. I actually want one. But oh. I heard they don't even do that no more. I heard they burn the shirts, which they burn doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Oh man, cause I I got a I got a, a plug for the Falcon Super Bowl Fifty One shirts, so if we just want to like buck the system. Hey, <laughs> five dollars can roll by five dollars. Hey, right, speaking of bucking the system, uh, we off that, we off that. I actually do feel better. Um, I don't know how you felt going through this list when I sent it to you. Man, I looked at it. and I'm like, okay. After I read, I read some stuff. Yeah, and you saw how you came out of your little slump. I'm like, okay. I was doing stuff I didn't even know I should have been doing. All yeah. Right, all right. Yeah, so, you know, shout out to y'all Falcons fans that's still going through it. Take your time, man. Take it one step at a time. But we're going to get through it. Uh, don't take too long because NFL draft coming up soon. Uh, free agency coming up soon. Draft we're going to make it. You did. You did. Um, so, so we always end our show on the man law violation segment. Um, we got to talk about Miss Scottie Pippen. Uh who is who is known as one of the top fifty greatest players to ever play the NBA? Uh, I disagree with that, but go ahead. Um, what you ain't gonna give him no like forty five? No, no, no. Listen, Dominique Wilkins didn't make it, but Scottie Pippen Pipp made it. No, okay, no, okay. And I'm a I'm a Hawks fan. Yeah, and I know I hated Jordan. First of all, I hated Jordan as a kid because he used to kill the Hawks by himself. I remember like people always like. Scotty was the defensive stopper. Yeah, if you watch the games, he went up against some beasts sometimes, and he couldn't do nothing. Yeah, Dominique Wilkins was one of them. Dominique Wilkins killed Scotty Pippen about every time they played. FYI, go use your Googles. All right, no. <laughs> use your Googles. Look that up. No, so no, I ain't. I ain't giving him forty-seven nothing. 
I'll take his spot out and give it to Dominique. Then right. with it. All right, so Scottie Pippen, uh, he filed for divorce two months ago from his uh, wife, Larsa Pippen. And, but now he has decided to reconcile with her. I think he even posted on Twitter, was like, Team Pippen, first of all. Scotty, you 51. Don't do not do hashtags, okay? Um, leave that to young people. Uh-huh. So, so divorce, you know, became especially tumultuous because she had an open relationship with rapper Future. Rapper of March Madness, one of the greatest songs ever. Um, so, so she had this open relationship, and I ain't even. I'm using relationships so I can be nice. We talking about like Beatrice open or? I mean, <laughs> I mean, Future was. Okay, Future Future was trying to get some big rings. I mean, it wasn't no real relationship. It was, you know, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would turn the thing with Thunder back. So, uh, Future basically was smothered out. Aww. That's pretty much what happened. Um, is it against man law to reconcile with your woman after she has dated and had relationships with other men? That's what I'm asking today. That's what, that's what we're discussing today. Can a woman go out, have relationships with other dudes, Millie rocking with other dudes, and then you take her back. I'm going with you first. Go on, me first? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to be the horrible person. <laughs> I want to know. I mean, in this in this situation? In this situation. In this situation. I'm saying, like, no. Uh-uh. No, we're just going to go through it. Because first of all, you're getting divorced, right? Yes. Getting divorced. All right. It ain't already working. Yeah. Then... While we're going through the divorce situation. Within two months. You getting smothered out by Future? Yep. A rapper. Nah. Nah. You already said that you finite with the decision of getting divorced. You moved on. Well, as just Scotty wanted the divorce. He submitted the divorce. Within two months, she was with Future. Hey. I ain't going to say within two months. Like, it was Quit. some weeks. It could have been something going on for the divorce to be yeah. Nah, we riding out. He basically booted her out, and then two weeks later, she was right wicked. Nope, no, no, no. You saying that's doozy deuce? So you saying Scotty Pippen violated man law? Man, I wouldn't do it. I couldn't. I would. I wouldn't do it. In my head, I wouldn't do it. So I'm like Scotty, and then Scotty, you know what I mean? You got the bread. You got. I mean, he got the giant size nose. But look at Jay Z in the lip. Why? <laughs> you know, so <laughs> it ain't no shame. Just hey. You already stayed true to your decision. Yeah. And just keep on going. Kept, he should have yeah. kept on going. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I went back and forth on this one. It's Because I believe that everybody's entitled to a pass. And once they separated, yeah. it's like technically that time away is, is also your pass. Like when you take her back, you got to forgive her for everything. Um. But I am speaking from personal experience. I don't know if I can do it, but here's why. Okay. Here's okay. why. Uh, I'm going to tell you why it's a man law violation, violation for me. I think that Scottie Pippen is at a higher place than future. As great as future is, he gave us March Madness. We need to thank him forever for that. But he's future. 
this is Scottie Pippen, one of the top. I mean, he was voted by top by 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 everybody as one of the top fifty greatest players to ever play in the NBA. Yeah, it was a ceremony and everything. He is the sidekick to one of the greatest players ever in Michael Jordan. He has several rings. He, I mean, the big rings that Future was singing about. Yeah. He yeah. got them. Yeah, a lot of them. Um, had a great, um, he had a great career. I'm not saying Future don't have all these things. No, that, no, that's what I'm saying. Future don't have all these things. So for me, this is like me and my wife breaking up, or being like, I'm gonna get divorced, and she goes out and sleeps with a bum that doesn't have a house, like a real homeless bum. Yeah. Like the dude that's so nasty, he'll get. Remember Kevin Hart said he gets you that bum bum. <laughs> like, yeah, one of them bums. <laughs> I can't take you back. You stooped too low. You you went down the totem pole. Yeah, it's different if she goes out and she be like, yeah, I've been going out on dates with Bill Gates. I'm gonna be like, oh, like get my woman back. <laughs> Your woman got took by future. And he didn't even love her. He's used to. And 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 I don't know if I can take her back. No. Nope. I don't know if I can allow my woman to be taken by a rapper that's not also a huge CEO. Like, you can't take a step down from me. And I can, I, I feel disrespected. And I feel stupid when I take you back. However, um, I will say that in the truest sense of, of this. I'm saying it's a man law violation say, violation for me, but in the truest sense of it, once you take her back, you got to forgive everything. Yeah, that's true. You have to let everything go. Uh, forgive and forget. And if that's what he want to be, that's what he want to be. Hey, look, I rooted for Lamar Odom. He done got clean. He went on TV. He said, they was like, what you want now? He said, I want my woman back. I applauded him. Go get your girl back. Yeah, I'm with it. Go get your girl back. I want Chris Brown to go back and get Rihanna. Go get your girl back. Pippin, sometimes you got to let him go, man. <laughs> There's a couple words that I just thought about, you know. It was like, don't save her. Yeah. She don't want to be saved. She don't want to be saved. She don't want to be saved. This is, this is real. Yeah. This is that's, real. That's like, don't, don't, don't save her. I mean, Pippin, don't save her. Scotty. Don't do it. Like if you gotta pull her back up, you okay, you let her go. She did don't don't say. It. Listen, it's different if she thought Pippin was dead. It's different if she thought that Pippin uh if they were broken up for like a year. To me, yeah. that's long enough. I asked for a divorce two months ago. How you get smutted out that quick? In public. I, I don't have enough money for you? Does Scottie Pippen really don't have enough money for this woman? He got enough money. I mean, is the future just balling like that? See, that's the whole thing. Probably with the life that, like, it was a whole different life. That was a whole different mindset for you to go out there. You come on now. You, 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 forty three. Yes. You yes. forty three. She, she's about forty two, forty three. Yep. All right. You out here. I mean, you know, shout out to all the moms and the aunties that are out there, 43 in the club and stuff like that. Okay, cool. But <laughs> 40 is the new 20. 
They lied to you. Yeah, that's that's nah, not true. Don't be out, forty you, is new forty. You out there doing stuff that you don't got. You really don't got no business doing out there. Future out there, and then then Granddaddy Scotty got to come and try to slap. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> Let me tell you the worst part. The worst part is this. Uh, they showed first of all, TMZ is ruthless. Uh, they was coming off a date, so. Scotty put his girl, his his not his girl, his wife, yeah, in the car. He gets ready to get in the car. They say, "Hey, Scotty, where's Future?" He just pauses and looks at him. But I'm like, "You brought this on yourself. Yeah, you took her back. You got to deal with all this. You got to be able to laugh at the jokes. You got you got to you got to eat all these jokes up now because you took your girl back." And your girl was out there. Yeah. Way. In two months. I want to know, did she know Future already? She had to. Listen, I want to know. Because I'd rather she knew him the whole time. Yeah. Because if you didn't know him and it took you less than a few weeks to get with him, oh, no, nah, you got to go. You all, oh, you got to go. And I know she what she says, I had to get him back because he cheated before. Well, you didn't ask for a divorce, so you forgave me. So it's forgive and forget. Thank you. That's how that works. Nah, she's um, plan to get even. So, so let's let's final judgment. Do you think Scottie Pippen violated man law by taking his wife back? Yes. Ooh. Yes. I'm gonna say no. Cause I just you know I'm all for people going back and get the love that you want. As my boy Tone say, get the love that you've been missing. Um, however, for all us reckless dudes, <laughs> this is a man law violation yeah. segment. I remember somebody telling me one time, when rich people have issues, you sit that out. I'm broke. I don't relate to this. If my wife goes out and messes with somebody lower than me, like I'm I'm sitting over here in the house and my wife goes and cheats with a dude that lives in boring homes. Excuse me? No, you stay over there. No, 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 no. You you can't come back. You can't come back. And that's what we not gonna yeah. do. So for regular people, that's a man law violation segment. For these people, it may be just too rich for my blood. Maybe I, I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. But for me, if I was Scotty's friend, yeah. I would tell him, sit this out. Like, don't save her, Scotty. She don't want to be saved. Don't beam her up, Scotty. No. <laughs> <laughs> she went down. Scotty was just like, nah. Uh, we're getting ready to end the podcast. But I got one more thing. Yeah. This is not a man law violation segment. This is just men talking. So we may say something chauvinistic. I don't know. I might say something. Brian, he's a good gentleman. Don't believe the hype. <laughs> So, have you heard about these women that are drugging men? They're going out to the club, and a a football player got caught with this. They're going out to the club. They basically saying, hey, let's go back to your house and party. Go back to the house and party. They have drinks. The women drug them, and they steal everything out the house and leave. I need to talk about this in a man setting because there's a lot of things that could prevent this from happening. One of the first things as a man, you tell me if I'm wrong, Brian. Yeah. First thing as man, you don't bring ram- randoms to your place of residence. Nope. That is a never. Yep. Never. I'm going to tell you something. When I used to, before I was married, 
way, way before I was married. Way, yeah. way long time ago. Long, 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 long time ago. <laughs> uh, whenever I would go out on dates, I wouldn't meet them somewhere. I'll meet you at the mall. I'll meet you at the movie theater. Yeah. Uh, if we met up and we rode together, I'll meet you somewhere. I ain't always have a car. I'll meet you at the train station, something. Yeah. You don't need to know where I live. That's just rule number one. You don't need to let random people know where you live. First of all, maybe it's just because me, I'm just paranoid. Am I way off base here? No, no. No, you got you to gotta protect yours. You can't just have random folks. You got to treat everybody like they out to get you for the first couple exactly. times. Exactly. Exactly. So this is my first thing. Like, you sit up here taking these chicks there. Number two, you're wealthy. I'm not, well, let me not call you wealthy. You have money, yeah. right? You have something to lose. I'm assuming that you, these dudes that's getting got are showing off. How else do the girls know to pick them? Because if the girls had picked me, allegedly, you're going to come here and you're going to steal a Fitbit watch and some old Air Force Ones and that's it. I have nothing else for you. Maybe an Xbox. I don't have anything. I'm broke. Boy. So these women had to scope these guys. They were probably flexing. I got my rollie on, all these yeah. chains and stuff. Probably, Yeah, I got the Maybach outside. Look, stop flexing. I need for all men to stop Flex it. Period. For real. Yeah, buying all these drinks, running up a tab. Oh, let's go back to. They wouldn't have got nothing. They wouldn't have got mad. nothing out of me. I would have been. I'm like, hey, well, I got a high off of it. Hey, nothing. <laughs> That's a, nothing. So, you know what I'm saying? Number two, I need y'all to stop flexing. Please stop flexing. There are even dudes, allegedly, I'm not going to say no names, allegedly, that rent very expensive vehicles when they go out of town, allegedly, to show off to people while they driving a Hyundai here, oh. allegedly. Uh, I'm assuming the Hyundai part. But the renting a very expensive vehicle, like when I mean expensive, yeah, I mean they going and renting Maseratis out of town so they can show out. You're going to get got by one of these women trying to show out. So I need y'all to stop. Number three. Number three. As a man, we are teaching women that are close to us not to accept drinks from other women. What makes you think it's okay? We don't accept no drinks from nobody random unless they are getting the paycheck from the bar. Yep. That is it. And no random person fixing my drink. No. Hey man, nah, nah, bro, I'm good. Nope. It's simple. Yeah. This is simple things. But y'all sitting over here getting got. Then y'all mad because y'all wake up and they don't went through your safe and all that stuff. Wait. First of all, one of the chicks got into a safe. So either she's that good or you left yours open. Which, yeah. if you left it open, That's why you got a safe? Am I too logical here? I mean, like, that's how you should be. But they don't got folks on their on their team on their you know payroll telling them this, so they got to learn it the hard way. They got to learn it the hard I way. I just got an idea. Let's go into business together. Okay. We are going to be the protectors of wealthy people. So when you go out to the club, you call up our service. Uh, uh, 
This is M&B Services. How can I help you? I'm going out to the club. Need y'all to look out for me because I'm going to pull a chick. When you pull that chick, you know what we're going to do, Brian? We're going to stand outside the door. Uh, first, we're going to get the hotel room while you while you end up closing the deal. We'll get the hotel room. We'll stand outside the door of the hotel room. Make sure nobody else comes in. We will confiscate all cell phones. Shut down all social media. All drinks will be pre-made. Yep. And that's it. Once everything is done, we will have some uh, letters, some documents. We need signatures, stamps, blood. We're going to get everything yeah. situated. Uh, pass out the uh, Plan B and a basket of fruit and send them on their way. Whoop, whoop. How's that? I think I think that's a good business plan. I, we can make some money off that. I'm telling you. It'll be real simple. I'm telling you. Think about it. We just get on with like somebody like Floyd Mayweather. Like, man, we ain't charging much, man. Give us like $50,000 for one night, man. We got you. We'll save you all this. Yeah. They ain't going to steal well, your rolling. $50 compared to 18 years of child support. Uh, yeah. 50000 Matter of fact, let's start talking about it. Let's start talking. I don't need nobody to steal our business idea. Okay, cool. We're going we, we gonna, to we gonna take this offline. It's copyrighted already. Already, son. Um, We're going to end this podcast. Brian, it's always great to have you on the show. Man, thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Um, um, Always glad to have you on the show, man. Like I said, you're one of the people I truly respect. Uh, um, Flag football coming soon. Oh, yeah. Uh, get the shoulder ready. Uh, tell the people where they can find you on social medias and stuff like that. Man, social media, you can find me on Snapchat and Instagram at Mr. Underscore No More Day Ones. That's the number one. Mr. Underscore No More Day Ones. And that's the number one. So just follow your boy. More to come. Appreciate you for having me on tonight. And I'll put that uh, handle in the bio up on the show. Of course, you know, you can find us at the number four HF Advantage on Twitter and Instagram. Um, Facebook for Home Field Advantage Sports Talk. Uh, for Home Field Advantage Sports Trash Talk. You can reach us there. Uh, Beatrice, hey, you can find me. Tweet me. Because Adam ain't man enough to yell at you. I am. I will yell at you. This is ignorant what you're doing. I want y'all to Google a picture of this. Never mind. I, I'm going to let Boy, it go. No. I'm going to no, let it go. I'm gonna no, let it go. no. Google a picture. Use your Googles, people. Google Beatrice and Adam. I don't know their last name. The one-way the one way open relationship. Yeah. <laughs> one-way open one relationship. Way. It ain't open. Like, that boy said, I'm happy that she's happy. Oh, well, just, my God. I just hold my jealousy in, and I pent it up, and then one day, oh. <laughs> it's going to oh, all just unleash. He's going to listen to this show. He needs it. Heartbreak. Please. That's what he needs. Need we need to have a consultation with some of these people. All the folks that get drugs. I'm telling you. One-sided, open relationship. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're here to help. We're here to help. But, of course, you know where to find us, as always. Uh, sorry we was gone, but I... Like I said, man, hashtag let me grieve in peace. We had to grieve. We getting over it. But podcast for home field advantages. Back, baby. We here. Catch y'all next time. Oh, yeah.